Welcome back, folks, to the K-Dog and Fish podcast. This episode entitled, That's What She Said, The Office Podcast. Nice. We have been so excited with how the Office Funko Pops have been going over. Like, I can't even, in your opinion, like, Mm -hmm. we haven't seen anything like that. No, demand's been insane. Yeah. Yeah. Hence why we're doing uh, more content about The Office. Yeah, we did have our YouTube show Mm -hmm. about uh, The Office. We revealed uh, a bunch of the exclusives as well as the brand new Christmas ones. Mm -hmm. But dialing it back just a bit for this podcast, wave one of The Office, we saw a Michael Scott. Mm -hmm. He had his world's best boss. Best boss, yeah. Uh, Mug and we had um, Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of a delay on Jim, but we finally did get Jim. Yep. Uh, Jim came with a chase, Very cool. uh, which was from a Halloween episode where he went as the popular social media site uh, Facebook, and he, yep. <laughs> all he did was write book across his face. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um, we had. Dwight, of course, mm-hmm. which was like the hottest. Yeah, still hot. Pop. I don't think we have any left. No, and they yeah. were completely sold out like so fast. We ordered, we, it was one of the things about being Funko guys and knowing Funko. We were like, we need to order a, like Dwight will be the pop. Yeah. This is before any exclusives are ever announced. It was literally just about the, the first wave of these office pops. So we got tons of Dwight, and within two weeks, they were just gone. Oh, they like, were done, yeah. Completely gone. Yeah. So uh, it was a really amazing. Oh, there's one more as well. Uh, besides, oh, there was a Michael and Toby two-pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just their rivalry hilarious just uh, constant throughout the entire series how much michael for whatever reason hated toby from hr um and then of course there was the kevin (laughs) his pot of chili yeah uh that was from episode uh 24 in season five yeah which was uh, i think it was called casual friday and um it was just so so funny about him i in his in his chili pot the quote on the inside actually i didn't know if you knew this but on the inside lip of all the funko pops from the office there are quotes no i didn't know that actually and um so the kevin chili pot one it's everybody's going to get to know each other in the pot i'm serious about this stuff and people just for whatever reason he's just one of those characters that people love to make fun not make fun of but like laugh with like he's so and he's not really, is he like, um, I don't know, I'm looking, his name is... Uh, Baumgartner? Yeah, Brian Baumgartner. Um, yeah. Again, yeah, again, not a huge filmography, you know, coming into this, right? Like, Yeah. I'm just looking it up right well, now. Actually, uh, he's I would got be, a, lot of, a lot of TV, actually. Yeah, actually, more TV than I thought. So I would say if you dial it back to when The Office uh, first began, which was 2005. Right. Uh, this Again, uh, based off of um, the British version that ricky gervais Gervais. created and it did so well they they brought the an version to the states starting Mm -hmm. in 2005 and i would argue like you just said about Baumgartner, almost all the cast were complete unknowns Mm -hmm. at the time of the series beginning like if you go back i remember seeing all the famous people that tried out for roles Mm -hmm. including seth rogan he tried out for dwight oh really uh, Dwight or Jim, 
Uh, but anyway, there was a whole, there's like a thing on YouTube about the casting reel okay. and lots of people because of the success of the British version right. wanted to be in the show. Gotcha. Like right. high profile actors. I, not that Seth Rogen was high profile in 2005, right. but there was m- people who are even more famous today that, that really wanted to be on that show. And they went, they really did want to go with more of a unknown cast, unknown cast yeah. because this was a very... Uh, mundane setting of yeah. a paper company, Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin, yeah. In in Scranton, Pennsylvania, you can't have like high level, right? Actors, you want this to look very real, right? And even Steve Carell at that time was basically the only thing he had really under his belt was Anchorman. Yeah, it, if you look back, he really took off from The Office. Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, the first thing I remember Steve Carell from was um he was on the daily show he was a daily show correspondent okay so that's what i he had these little side segments and those were uh fake reporters okay and steve carell was one of them that's what i remember steve carell from i mean you and i love anchorman so yes anchorman he was uh brick tamlin yeah um i love lamp you can't you can't go wrong with brick so steve carell is anchorman 2005 2004. 2004. So he yeah. really did. Yeah. It was sort of Anchorman into the office. He was probably the only person who was even slightly known mm-hmm. because of the cult success of Anchorman. But he didn't have a ton of credits under no. his belt. Um, he was really funny in Bruce Almighty. Yes. But yeah. then again, that was after. No, that was the, before. During the office. That no, was before? That was 2003. That was actually before Oh, I didn't Anchorman. know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's a very, very small part. Interesting. But, he, but he, in a in a kind of way, he kind of stole the movie. Just yeah. his, his small part in that movie was really funny. Huh. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, I, you know what I'm thinking of? He got, didn't he get the lead in the sequel later? Yeah, Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. Sorry, Which bombed. I, yeah, I mixed those two yeah. up. So you're right. He had a small part mm-hmm. in the Jim Carrey version. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Almighty. That's yeah, right. Evan Almighty back in 2007. Correct. Right. So that was after The Office. Yeah, which yeah. didn't live up to well, any, yeah. anything, really. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if you're looking at the cast um, and we're t- talking about how they relate to these wave one of The Office Funko Pops, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, these actors were very, like, nobody had heard of uh, Oscar. Mm-hmm. John Krasinski um, wasn't John doing... Krasinski was not known at all. Yeah. I mean, you would argue that the entire cast took the success of this amazing, like, funny, funny show and took that to make their careers happen. Like, even Jenna Fisher. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she has a she has a sitcom. Um, I just started uh, watching it last year. It is uh, about a couple that gets divorced but still lives in the same house and, and raises the kids together. Mm-hmm. It's with... Um, Oh, what's his name? The uh, uh, I think there's three sick Goldie Hawn's like son. He was in uh, yeah engagement rules of engagement. Is it <sighs> single parents? No, no. It's close to that though. Yeah. And uh, Bobby Lee. Sorry. Yeah. And Bobby Lee was in it. I thought that was called single parents. No. I uh, gotta we gotta look it up, and then oh. you can tell me the name of um of Goldie Hawn's son. Uh, Kate Hudson's brother. 
something Hudson. I can't remember that guy's name. Oh, uh, yes. That was the, yeah, and Jenna Fisher and him were married. They okay. got divorced, but they decided to live in the oh, same house. Oh, splitting up together. Splitting up together. Yeah, Actually, funny that's show. It, that's it, yeah. Oliver Hudson. Oliver Hudson. I couldn't. He's a, he's a handsome man. He's man. very handsome. Well, well he's, he's got, yeah, he's got a lot of Kurt Russell in him. He's no, 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 not Kurt Russell's son. <laughs> Her first Goldie Hawn's first uh, husband. Oh, Goldie Hawn's really getting around. Gold, <laughs> Goldie Goldie Hawn is Goldie was married to uh, uh, I can't remember that guy's name. So obviously, his last name's Hudson. Yeah, you put those and, two together. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I deduced. Yeah, you put that, that together, fact. Right? All right. And then they had uh, yeah Kate and what was his name again? Oliver. Oliver. Oliver, Oliver Hudson. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and then I think I, I'm almost positive Kurt, uh, Russell and Goldie Hawn had other children once they were together. So it's Kurt, Kurt Russell's stepchildren. Right. So you got Oliver Hudson, Kate Hudson. That's hilarious. I thought Kurt Russell and, and Goldie Hawn have been together since the forties. Like just no, late, I, late forties. They were born in the forties. Just late forties. <laughs> they just got together just as they got off the Titanic and. <laughs> Chose not to go on the trip and decided to stay in All of those things England. were unfactual. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. I don't even know if unfactual is a word, but whatever it is, you... I read that somewhere. You got... That was not true. In the news. So in the paper. You read about it in the paper? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know who Goldie Hawn's first husband is, but they made some good looking kids. Yeah. I mean, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, Kurt Russell is also a good-looking guy. He's Kurt cool guy. Russell is. I love the, Kurt Russell. Kurt this, Russell's the man. I feel this podcast is going off in a wrong. We're going. Uh, we're getting away direction. from the office yeah. once we start talking about Oliver Hudson. Speaking of full male nudity, but j- <laughs> 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 were you talking about yourself or Kurt Russell? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All yes, Jenna Fisher got that new sitcom. Uh, going back to the office, Craig Robinson uh, got uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, classic! And other uh, TV shows mm-hmm. like he had his own show for a little while. Got canceled pretty quick, but he he's his own show. Very very funny guy. Yeah, he was a teacher. Mm. It, it Mr. Robinson. It didn't last very oh, okay. long. Okay. Yeah, Ray yeah. Wilson really had nothing going on back then. He was in Sahara, which I thought he was really good in. Also. Oh yeah, I don't but, remember him in Sahara. Yeah, yeah, he played like the. Uh, he was. Um, can't remember the actual role he played. He I just remember he with Matthew Steve McConaughey. Zahn. He was on whoever they were treasure hunting for. He was. Okay. Yeah, he was somehow involved. I can't remember exactly. Hmm. But uh, and he was really good in the Meg. Oh my gosh! That's, yeah, but you're talking more current like yeah, before the office super sarcastic because the meg was because so the meg bad. was awful and i wish he wasn't in it because it was so bad just side note for two seconds about yeah. the meg yeah i one of the things that bother me the most yeah is the fact that jason statham at the beginning folks if you have ever watched the shark nightmare movie from last year called the meg it is so bad. The Megalodon. It's not even a shark it's a megalodon it's a megalodon it's a whale and a shark i'll hunt that and- thing yeah. yeah. So Jason Statham is the star of this movie. Rain Wilson actually was pretty funny as the billionaire funding, yeah, he was pretty funding the project. Yeah. But the movie is so bad. At the mm-hmm. beginning, he, uh, some sort of attack, and he, um, he decided to go on a drinking binge, which they said in the film was five years. Yeah. Five years he was in like Thailand or something, mm-hmm. just getting wasted every day. And he had a little fishing boat or something like that business. Mm-hmm. But his whole job was just getting drunk mm-hmm. and being, you know, a piece of garbage. Yeah. And then 
this thing with the Megalodon happens and they're like, the only person they can get to help them is Jason Statham. Mm -hmm. He comes on board and some, the doctor on board is, or scientist is, is watching him get undressed and he's just ripped and cut to all hell. Right. Which if you're going on a drinking binge for five years, at what point are you, you know, doing crunches? Again, I got two (laughs) words for you. Okay. Bowflex. I don't think there's a Bowflex on his Taiwanese boat. 12 minutes a day. Yeah, that's it. It's all you need. Yeah, and you can drink your face off. As many Heinekens as you want, but you got to do that 12 minutes a day. (laughs) So weird. And he had it. It's on his boat. If you pay attention, it's an awful, awful movie. All right, back to the It was a super bad movie, but Rain Wilson was good on it. I hope they gave him an assload of money to be in it. so. So now there are other characters on The Office that we haven't seen pops for yet, but again, we're not known like the actor that played stan lee um mm-hmm. we had uh angela mm-hmm. uh, even toby like yeah toby got his pop in the two-pack with michael but yeah. the actor i'm talking Standalone. about yeah, yeah there's Os- just... oscar phyllis so you know we're gonna you know. see those guys as pops yeah. sooner than later with the success of the of the first series yeah but just i'm talking about the actors in general like just filling the cast with really really funny people that had you know, very little under their belt, mm-hmm. but came together and just this amazing ensemble. Everyone had their little strong suits. Mm-hmm. Like even Stanley, who barely had any lines. You can maybe look up the actor's name for me. I'm not 100%. Yeah, he's Le- uh, Leslie David Baker. There you go. Never would have guessed that. And I watched the show every season. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy just had that. Michael would say something and he would eye roll off in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And. His oh, eye yeah. rolls were off the charts. Yeah, it was all, everybody had their little nuances and it was just yeah. sort of, yeah, oh, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I don't know about you, but yeah. I, I just with the release of the Funko Pops, wanted to go back and watch a bunch of episodes. Oh, yeah, have I've been you doing been it. Yeah. binge watching? I, I totally have been. It's on Netflix. I've been watching a ton of it. So, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just, oh, yeah, definitely really funny. I'm looking up, uh, Leslie David Baker's uh, filmography, and yeah, he hasn't really literally again. Can. Yeah, he came around like 2005. That's where he, yeah. and then he did. Even since then, he hasn't done much. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's great. I mean, I don't know, you know, where you want to go if we want to start picking actors and talking about what they've done with their careers since they've started. I don't know how you want to. Which yeah, direction you wanna I go mean, with let's. This. Like, I just want to chat about these guys yeah. and and the especially about how they relate to the Funko Pops. Let's hold off on on the. Uh, exclusives and kind of mm. talk about those episodes. If you want to, yeah, we were talking about Jenna Fisher mm-hmm. and then we went down the Oliver Hudson rabbit hole there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the actors like uh, even even Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching a Netflix show called The OA. Very weird, kind of cool show, but mm-hmm. she was a major character in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, leading into the office, these people did not have a lot of credits under their belts. Mm-hmm. The most, as we said, maybe being um, Steve Carell, uh, but but he had limited, very limited, very limited. John Krasinski didn't have anything really underneath his belt either. And John Krasinski has now, yeah, built himself into like uh, a list. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent as an actor and as a director. Mm-hmm. Did you you watch the one where they're not allowed to? talk at all I know, i've actually never watched that it's so uh, good a quiet place a quiet place yeah i've yeah. never watched it actually i've been meaning to but i've just never got around to it which also a huge so. accomplishment for john krasinski mm-hmm. is he uh married emily blunt yes i mean so that's amazing <laughs> that's surpassing his filmography in his yes, acting career a hundred percent 
You're that's Mary Poppins. I mean, she is Emily Blunt is your rating. Your rate scale of awesomeness works in different ways, Fishman. It, it yeah, that is a given. All right, I like it. Emily Blunt, like the fact that John Krasinski has built the career that he has, and then mm. also married Emily Blunt, mm-hmm. that just takes him like. See, I thought you were going to go one level. You were going to say that it's a huge accomplishment that not only did he star in a quiet place, but he also directed it. But oh, you, I well, yeah. I did. I but did that does, allude to but that. That really part. doesn't impress you. At all. I actually, you know what? I after watching that film and I really enjoyed it. I actually thought he got snubbed come Oscar time. He was I also thought part of the, for and sure. He yeah, he did. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. a sequel coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But he, I was shocked like he he was robbed mm-hmm. as far as either the writing or the directing can you imagine trying to pull off an entire full-length feature film with almost no dialogue right like to me that is superior went <laughs> to Kurt Russell the that? soldier oh good pull yeah 40? everything everything for you leads back to Oliver Hudson always <laughs> everything this podcast <laughs> Or Kurt Russell. I'm Seven not degrees sure. of El- Oliver Hudson. I can, I can always get back to Kurt Russell or <laughs> Oliver Hudson somehow. But the John Krasinski, like that movie did, it was just, and it box office wise, it did yeah, really it made, well. It made some coin, yeah. But yeah. for him to be able to write and direct and star in this film, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Yeah. Very good. And you just me. announced yesterday, not you announced, like, like you got the breaking story. Yeah, I did. Like, you know, yeah. And you're not no, not letting anyone else touch that story. That's your story. <laughs> yeah, I will sue anyone. Yeah, that's your that's story. My story. I Breaking broke news: it. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski are going to star in a buddy comedy. Yeah, that's you found that out. I did. You. Did, no one else. Full shares credit. That. If anyone else shares that story, Entertainment Weekly, boom, going to get sued. Sued. <laughs> but anyways, and. Uh, John Krasinski is uh, also going to direct it. I think he's going to write it too. He's oh, really? It. He's I didn't writing know it that. and directing. He's doing all cool. that. And literally, Ryan Reynolds has said, "I got ten days. Boom, let's yeah. film it. I'm coming. I'm not doing anything." But it's called Imaginary Friends. Yeah. By the way, Ryan so. Reynolds is starring it. He's the more of the star. Well, it, if you are, you know, ranking stardom, mm-hmm. yes, Ryan Reynolds is. Like no, a I mean, star I think I think Krasinski's Krasinski but... writing him as like the lead. That's what I mean. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm not trying. But the two of them are acting in it together correct oh yeah they're both in it okay. but i think i think from what i read online is that john krasinski is is writing it as as ryan reynolds is the lead gotcha not, not that krasinski's the second banana or anything no. but i'm just saying like i think i think the lead character is him i could just see the two yeah. of them playing off of each other so well yeah be like the change up yeah totally oh, it would be gosh. just like him that, and bateman yeah. yeah like it would be just like that so well i think i do find yeah. john krasinski if you go back to the office Mm -hmm. he was very bateman oh yeah oh absolutely dry sarcasm sarcasm yeah perfect timing yeah i mean yeah john krasinski the office like a hundred percent launched him i i actually believe it was his first major acting credit yeah before that i'm I'm, i i I was trying to think of what he had done before it we could check out his filmography but i'm almost positive that i i read that 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 yeah. was his it was all tv before that and he, he was in taxi which was a cinematic treasure <laughs> oh you're talking about the uh yeah. so uh, jimmy fallon oh, movie maybe does not get the credit it deserves you are being so sorry yeah jimmy fallon queen latifah by the way queen latifah got top billing way to go jimmy fallon um anyways <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah like, that was it 
Yeah, he was in like some CSI and Law and Order and all that kind of stuff. Like everyone's every, every actor's in. Those. Everyone's been on Law yeah, and Order. You know, I've been on Law and Order. No, no, I was in two episodes. Um, <laughs> you were yeah. you did and you did a CS C, CVU. What yeah. is what is the no the, the SVU? SVU. SVU. Yeah, yeah I, did I did a couple. S- of, I did a couple SVU. of those too. Yeah. I like that um, Dick Wolf can literally put anything after the words law and order and then everybody just and, watches and it. he just sits yeah. back and gets residual checks yeah, yeah yeah so uh yeah no after that i mean he started doing stuff like the holiday and dream girls and um he was yeah. a voice in shrek licensed to wed oh where he yeah. was more of a lead in that i think that was his first uh i mean now you you'd say robin williams would be the star of that movie yeah but i do i think you're right i think like mid office that mm. would have been his first like I'm starring in a movie. License role. to Wed was also a pretty funny movie. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny yeah. movie, yeah. Who played the yeah. um the girlfriend? Was it oh was it Kate Hudson? Oh, oh, oh. We're back oh, to Oliver oh, Hudson oh, oh. references. No. no? Mandy, Mandy Moore. Oh, it was Mandy Moore. Oh, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. That's no no yeah. no crack against Kate Hudson. Cat knocker. Uh yeah, that's right. He was in, in it's complicated and stuff. And yeah, no, for sure. Um yeah, and the Muppets and everything else. But the so, office is where he took it, no, off. I totally took him to that yeah. next level, you could say. Right? Actually, so. I really want to see John Krasinski's um, Amazon series. Oh, so do I. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. I really want to get into that. Actually, yeah. I've got Amazon Prime now, so I'm totally watching that like crazy. Rub it in. Yeah. Just <laughs> sign up. It's seven ninety nine, And then you just cancel it after a month. And you wait a couple days, you sign up again, and then you cancel it again. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Everyone here on the Office Podcast, you heard it first. This is how you get around Amazon. I got you, Bezos. (laughs) I got you, Bezos. (laughs) That's it. I think his ex-wife did. Oh, this Uh, shit. All right, back to the office. She's got Amazon Um, a lot of money. John Krasinski, yes. Uh, Let's talk definitely about Steve Carell, because A- he was not only the star of the TV show, mm-hmm. but he has had the most uh, successful post-office career. Yeah. He left a little bit early before the office was finished, mm-hmm. and really it was up to John Krasinski and uh, Andy Bernard at Helms to kind of, and, and, and Rain Wilson as, yeah. as Dwight, to sort of hold the ship down. Gotcha. Uh, after... Um, Steve Carell left to, mm-hmm. to really pursue his movie career more. Mm-hmm. But even during The Office, he had uh, Date Night. Oh, yeah. Uh, like you said, Evan Almighty. But post The Office is when he went like, I- I'm going to pull a Tom Hanks. I'm going to yeah. be this funny actor. I was on TV. Tom Hanks was on TV. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember the series. So I'm going to quiz you right now. Bosom Buddies. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, and he was going to pull that Tom Hanks. I was a TV guy. I was mm-hmm. a funny comedian. I do nothing but funny movies. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to take me seriously as a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. And Steve Carell has had Oscar nominations. Um, well, he was great in Little Miss Sunshine, which was actually prior to... Actually, no, that was he was on The Office at that point. That was 2006. Yeah. Little Miss Sunshine was great. Dan in Real Life was a really good movie. Yeah. He was still in The Office then. But, I mean, yeah, I mean... I mean, more currently, like... Currently, he, Crazy Stupid Love. Remember that? Yeah. That was a really good movie, actually. Yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, he got the... Yeah, he was getting love advice from um, Ryan... Uh, Gosling. Gosling, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Where is he on the Oliver Hudson? I was going to say, you're no Oliver Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> Which are pretty good. 
You're all right. You're all right. Canadian I do, boy. I do. A Canadian boy. Yeah, yeah, way to go. All right, way to go to Piano. Hey, one for us. Um, I do want to see Welcome to Morrowind. I really want to see that. I've been meaning. I actually, I actually PBR'd that the other week. So yeah. I really want to see that. I did enjoy him in, in Vice. I thought he did a really good job in Vice. He played, yeah. he played Donald Rumsfeld. Well, he's actually, yeah. uh, now if you bring it back to the old Anchorman days, that's mm-hmm. Adam McKay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who wrote and directed that movie as well as before Vice, the mm-hmm. uh, one about the stock market? Yeah, the Big Short. The Big Short. Yeah, and Steve Carell was in both of those. Yeah, and uh, most likely not only because of his talent, mm-hmm. but also his relationship with Adam McKay going way back to yeah. Anchorman. Yeah, I've always also wanted to see, and I heard he was really good in it. Was Foxcatcher? Yes, I still Did you never see that? watched. I know that. there's so much. I mean. Yeah, and I believe he was nominated for an Oscar yeah, for that. Yeah, I really want to see that. I think I actually have that on my PVR too. Always um, wanted to see it. It's based on a real life story. Yeah. And I, I have nothing in front of me. I'm going off the top of my head. But oh. it was a real life story about a uh, a rich guy who was investing in Olympic wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so- somebody got killed. I have no idea, but I know that. And what's his face is in it? Uh, Channing. Yeah, uh, Tatum, Tanning, Channing, 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 Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum. Channing, Where's Channing he Tatum. on the Oliver Hudson? Those two. That would be a, a that would be a nice oiled up wrestling match. That you <laughs> oh know we could uh, definitely uh, we could put that on a little pay per view. Oh, and I'm telling you right now, we're making that would some, make money. We're making bacon there. We're this All right, is like we got an idea. Shark Tank. Let's do this. This is like SummerSlam ratings. <laughs> so funny we are making some bacon uh, baby but yeah fox yeah. catcher is supposed to be really good is, and yeah. i and never dark. got to see yeah. it yeah really dark yeah. uh steve carell has really gone funny to like e- even in those dramatic roles he still pulls off like little humor mm. like one-liners yeah. and stuff and i think that's where he has his sweet spot is yeah. that lovable that's what Michael Scott was. Yeah. I mean, Michael Scott had the best of intentions, yeah, but also the most horrible yeah. decision making, yeah, <laughs> and very awkward. And, right. But everything that like Steve Carell just made that awkwardness, yeah. Lo- like, but people loved him. Like he was still a lovable character for sure, absolutely. Yeah. At the yeah. same time, just being completely like out there. But I also, if you think, if you want to look at at how talented he is. Yeah. And the range he has. You can just look at Despicable Me. Oh, that's true. We didn't even bring that Despicable up. Despicable Me uh, would, grew. But yeah. I don't, it's not even just the voice. I I guarantee you he ad-libs so much into oh, that. Oh, uh-huh. I, I would agree with you You know, that. and yeah. and just some of the some of the comedy and the one-liners and the sarcasm that Gru has yeah. is is hilarious. I don't think anybody else could have played that role in Gru, no. as Gru. Like no. he his, was his, perfect. his one-liners stole the whole movie. And yeah. I've watched this look with me so many times. Which uh, is yeah, amazing with not no. you know not watching it with children. I know. <laughs> You get you, you get some eyeballs on you, depending on, but it is <laughs> one, what it is. One ticket for Despicable yeah. Me three, please. Yeah, yeah. Number three wasn't number three was a bit of a disappointment, but one and two were both great. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't. It's still Despicable Me would have been a success regardless. But yeah. I think he took it to another level because of his comedy, and I would love to. I, those are the things that I would love to know. Mm-hmm. Like, how much did he go off script? Do you yeah, know what I mean? That like, would be cool to yeah, know. Yeah, I'd love to know that kind of stuff, right? Because yeah. that would be, oh, that'd just be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we haven't talked much about Rain Wilson. Now, oh, Rain, Rain Wilson, Wilson stole the office. Like, yeah. I mean, yes, everybody had their moments. Everybody was hilarious. Everyone had their strengths. 
and like we just talked about uh steve carell as michael scott and uh john krasinski as Mm -hmm. jim uh it was just dwight was the fawns of the show he was the kramer he was the kramer he stole the show Stole the show, Stole not the, show. the main character, yeah. but the the most memorable character, mm-hmm. and that's why I think the Funko Pop for Dwight sold the best. Yeah, it it he's just the standout character because of his insanity, like yeah. the levels to which he takes his enthusiasm for mm-hmm. <laughs> all things you know weird, whether it's it's you know nerd stuff or yeah. or farming or yeah. um how he feels about political things like yeah, he, he just engulfed the role and yeah. he was like the, he's the ultimate dwight yeah like there couldn't nobody else could play dwight now yeah. i think that's a credit to rain wilson's talents oh yeah and not just the writing but mm-hmm. i think that rain wilson owned that character right, right. like he mm-hmm. he said and did things and you just the, yeah, I, it's hard to even put uh, an adjective to describe how awesome Dwight was. Yeah, I think he owns every character that he plays. Yeah. You know, like a movie that a lot of people haven't seen that he did while he was on The Office, The Rocker, ah. was great. Which I yeah. 100% remember because yeah. his character had my last name. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 And everyone yeah. called him Fish, I thought. Yeah, too. he did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah, and it was that movie was great. Yeah, that was a great movie. No one really knew, you know, flew under the radar a little bit. You yeah, know? didn't make a ton of coin. Good movie though. Really funny. Really Isn't funny. Movie. Josh Gad in that? I think he is. Yeah, he's one of the kids in the band. Yeah, he's a drummer. I think. Yeah, I believe. I'll look it up. No, Rain Wilson is yeah. is the drummer. That was oh, Rain Wilson is the drummer. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Josh no, Gad, I think, did uh, yeah. yeah piano. Yeah, I can't Josh remember a hundred percent, but I remember Josh Gad and maybe. Emma Stone? Uh, Emma Stone, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember that. Jeff Garland's in it. Oh, my God. Oh, Jeff Garland. Classic. And yeah, Christina Applegate, remember? And then the little thing going oh, on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny yeah. movie. Yeah. Great movie, actually. Um, and then also, yeah. you and I fell in love with this uh, detective show that he did way post uh, doing The Office mm-hmm. uh, called uh, Backstrom. Yeah. Yeah, you should. we should talk so about Backstrom good. for a second. Because most Liter- people probably haven't heard of it. Most people haven't seen it. And you can buy it on iTunes for fourteen ninety nine. Honestly, go and buy it. Like, and they just did the one season. One right? season. I, it's, I can't believe I they canceled it. I can't believe they got canceled either. But it was, he was so funny in it. Yeah. And it was a good series. Like, it wasn't just, like, he's a detective. Yeah. So, we should describe the series a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need, how do you describe it? He like, was a, he was a, a drunk, yeah, asshole. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But he, he was like a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Where he was an insanely good detective. Yeah. And better than anybody else. Yeah. But he had his personal issues. Yeah. I'd equate it to the, the most, um, thing I could compare it to would be House. House. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That'd be, that's pretty. Like close. you put up with his. Yeah. His his pill popping right, and being right. a, being a total dick because yeah. he solved these medical mysteries so yeah. quickly. He was a genius doctor, but he right. had horrible personal demons. Right. The Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, almost to a certain degree. Yeah. To a certain degree, not yeah. as much, but more of a. Yeah, I'm a drinker. I whatever, do whatever, but I'm a genius at the same time. Exactly, you know? and, you know? it's, and it's detectives forgiven. are like, we don't want to use this guy, but he's going to solve it. You know, like yeah, and he comes again. in and he's just like, Bing, Bang, Bong, it's solved. Yeah, like well, you're all morons. Yeah. I remember him yeah. just literally walking up to a crime scene in Backstrom. Yeah, and Rain Wilson's like, you're all morons. Yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> such a good series. Like, and again, that's what we need to do on Kidding My Fish is, is highlight stuff like this that people yeah. probably never saw. Because again, one season, if you weren't, I think it was a Fox. On it Fox. was Fox. Yeah. yeah. So again, it was which, a little dark for network TV. Pretty too. dark. I'm surprised yeah. Fox canceled it. You know, I thought, you know, I mean, it's a, it's always comes down to ratings, right? Well, no, but, I know that, you know, but still, I mean, you think Fox would give it another run. I mean, it's Fox for Christ's sakes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, but, um, awesome. I'm actually going to, I'm going to buy it on Netflix now that I, yeah. Netflix, Netflix, on uh, iTunes. Now that we talked iTunes. about it, I'm going to buy it. Cause again, that's a TV series that I could always throw on. Yeah. And I want it in my, in my library. Cause I'd just be like, I, uh, I don't blame you. I yeah. really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. so our recommendation to you guys listening to this, uh, watch, uh, as K-Dog said, you mm-hmm. can get it on iTunes season one and the only season of Backstrom, yeah. which was a Rain Wilson show uh, post doing The Office. Yeah. Uh, we highly recommend it. Fourteen ninety nine Canadian. So now it. let's go to uh, after wave one of the Funko Pops came out. Yeah. Then they announced a slew of exclusives. Like gotcha. boom, 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 like tons. Yeah. And we jumped on all the ones that we could. Yeah, and we got um, everything except we we're still waiting on some. We're still waiting on date night Mike. Date night Mike, yeah. But we did get every other exclusive, including three hole punch Jim, mm-hmm. uh, which was a Funko Shop exclusive. We could only get the one because that's how Funko Shop rolls, mm-hmm. and they were sold out so fast. Uh, that was from a Halloween episode, season two, episode five. I actually just watched it last night mm-hmm. uh, in preparation of the podcast. And everyone was so infatuated with his so uh, understated costume. It yeah. pissed Dwight off so bad. Yeah. Who went to great lengths to be, um, at that time when that episode came out, the new um, prequel trilogy for Star Wars was out. Okay. So he was doing a um, Revenge of the Sith sort okay. of thing. And he, right. he had a cloak and a and a lightsaber yeah. replica and some makeup and stuff to make him look like a, a Sith Lord. Yeah. And he said he spent like $129 on this costume. Yeah. But everyone was more impressed with Jim cutting three pieces of paper out and sticking them to his shirt. Right. He stole his thunder. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that pissed Dwight off. So that was really funny. Nice. Uh, so some of the other exclusives we got, most of them were actually – Besides the Andy Bernard, which we we actually haven't talked about Ed Helms. Right. So maybe let's talk about that first. There was no sort of gimmick to this pop. It was just, for whatever reason, it wasn't with Wave 1 of the Funko Pops for The Office. They did it as a Target exclusive, and it was Andy Bernard playing his famous banjo. Mm -hmm. And it's Ed Helms, again, also not a ton of credits before getting onto the office he wasn't on the office like from the beginning he sort of came in i would say midway mm-hmm. and was this new character a new salesman for dunder mifflin uh he made sure that everybody knew every episode that he went to cornell and he always wore you know nice sweaters and right. yeah. <laughs> yeah and played the banjo i actually remember one of the first episodes that he appeared on him and jim's desks were very close to each other yeah and andy called jim and jim answered and it was andy and all he said he didn't even say hey it's yeah. me or it's andy he he just said i'm so horny <laughs> and jim's like <laughs> looking around like what the yeah, yeah. and Andy wanted the lowdown on all the women in the office. Yeah. And at that time, obviously, like Jim and Pam obviously get together right. later. 
but Jim was uh, actually with uh, Rashida Jones, mm-hmm. who was on that. It was Quincy Jones' daughter. She was on Parks and Rec, right, 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 for years. And he was dating her while Jim was still with her boyfriend. Yeah, that that never, you know, there was everyone always wanted Jim and Pam to get together. Right. right. So anyway, so Jim's not gonna say to Andy, yeah, go for. Pam, mm-hmm. you know, so he's giving him sort of the lowdown on all the women in the office. And then when Andy brought up, what about Pam? Instead of saying no, Jim said, okay, this is all the things that she really likes. Yeah. And it's like pig Latin and playing the, playing a musical instrument yeah, and yeah. like all these things that she obviously hates. Right. He was advising him to do. Right. And it was really, really funny. I, That's funny. That was yeah. one of the Andy's first uh, episodes. Well, and again, going back to Ed Helms, you can argue that his career has been not not as successful as Steve Carell, but probably, you know, equal, right up there, right up there with with uh, Rain Wilson, probably. It was, I'd say, Rain yeah, Wilson. right there with Rain Wilson, maybe yeah. even a little bit better than Rain Wilson. Yeah. It was really the Hangover trilogy, the Hangover, and then like uh, launched Ed Helms yeah. after the like obviously the Office made him a bigger star, right. but the hang uh, the Hangover mm-hmm. was. A huge success, yeah. like yeah. massive, and he was so one of the good. Main, main characters. Yeah, and then since then, I mean, I really enjoyed the reboot of Vacation with him. Like, I thought it was yeah, great. he did a great job. His role yeah. in We're the Millers is pretty funny. Like, he he really, yeah. you know, he so. played the drug dealer. He played yeah. the drug dealer. Yeah. So again, the drug lord. So yeah, I'd say you know, yeah, him, Rain Wilson, even John Krasinski, probably all equal careers right and, around and right there. around there you know yeah. i mean steve carell's still obviously just he's, that little he's bit definitely more. the biggest star yeah. so yeah i mean ed, ed Helms. oh man he's so funny yeah yeah so. he really brought this sort of different character to the office yeah that we hadn't seen and it, he just has again everyone has their own gifts mm-hmm. right he yeah. in and ed helms is so good at being Ed Helms. Right, right. <laughs> and that it was really what made Andy Bernard mm-hmm. um, a lovable character. So that was one of the exclusives. The rest of the exclusives were really focused on Dwight, Michael Scott, and mm-hmm. uh, Jim Halpert. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the uh, episodes, uh, also a Target exclusive, Funko Pop, was Golden Face Jim. Yeah. And I just watched the episode mm-hmm. uh, recently just to familiarize myself again. Yeah. Because it's been so long. The TV show was, yeah, 2005 to 2013. Somewhere around there, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I had completely forgotten about this episode. It's mm-hmm. season seven, episode 17. Mm-hmm. It's called Threat Level Midnight. Right. And it is absolutely a thousand percent, hands down, so funny. Like yeah. I was dying laughing. And so what it is is Michael Scott for years was trying to make a home movie okay. about a uh, secret agent right. named Michael Scarn. Okay. And uh, he was undercover as a mild manner paper salesman. Yeah. Uh, but it really, and he created this this very this ripoff of of Goldfinger. Yeah. Uh, evil villain. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and Jim played him. Yeah. Golden Face. And I think the funniest part about this whole episode is there's multiple gunfights. Okay. <laughs> I got to watch this tonight. It's like I, so funny. I should have watched all these last night. I was, oh, my gosh. You know, yeah, okay. It was so funny. Yeah. So Threat Level Midnight, there's these close-up gunfights. Yeah. Very John Wick. Okay, all right. Before there's a John Wick. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is nobody's ever hit. Yeah. They're just like right 
<laughs> and they're all dodging, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're clearly, if these were real bullets, they'd yeah. all be dead. They're all like, dead, yeah, yeah. It was the gunfighting scenes, like, so close range. Yeah. Ah, it's just absolutely comical. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's really, so really funny. funny. Cool. Well, I, like, again, I, I, I have not done enough rewatching of stuff that I have to get on it. Um, definitely, I'll put that on the list for tonight. Actually, I'm gonna. I should have watched it last night, so I was ready for today's show. Yeah. But I'm selfish. Yeah. Threat level midnight. Yeah. Is just it's a hilarious episode. I'm watching it tonight, guaranteed. Okay. All right. Before the game starts. So some of the other or exclusives. All right. Or which, tomorrow. Which game? Oh, the football game. Football game. Yeah, yeah of what, course. What game? Well, I know you. You're literally one of the seven people that watches playoff baseball. Oh, that's true. One of the other episodes from the exclusives, and uh, I actually just watched part one last night. Was Classy Santa. So yeah. we have, cla- it was actually, it's actually called a Classy Christmas. Right. And in it, we get the, um, uh, so from the new, it's actually not an exclusive, but a new, the new Christmas wave right. of pops that we received at the shop. There was uh, uh, Dwight is an Elf, mm-hmm. there was Classy Santa Mike, right. and Bell's Nickel. Before we give, I, I, we'll end it maybe on Bell's Nickel. Right. I, I want to talk about Classy Santa. I still haven't watched Bell's Nickel either. Oh, that's on my so list. So funny. Uh, I did watch that one a couple of weeks ago, but Classy Santa is, is really good. It's actually a two parter. It's in season seven, mm-hmm. episodes eleven and twelve, mm-hmm. and episode um, the one that I watched. It was uh, the first part. Uh, Mike is trying to woo his ex is is coming back. Right. Holly, I yeah. don't know if you remember Holly. I do. Yeah, yeah. I did um, this. Ep- these two episodes, I did watch, yeah. and it was really, really funny. Yeah. Like he put on that, like almost like a Hugh Hefner robe, right? Yeah, and the the classy Santa Mike hat. Yep. Uh, it was it was really enjoyable. Yeah, episode. decorated up the office and yeah, had to be a real tree. Yes, couldn't be a plastic tree. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to save a uh, budget, and he's like, "I don't care, I'll pay for it myself." Like he had to make it the best Christmas to make, you know, try and win Holly back. And right. then I think he he realizes after her sort of moving away and coming back that she's seeing someone now, right. and that sends him. Off T- into a depression, yeah, 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 and um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a really funny, it's a it's a cool pop. It's yeah. just a, it's memorable. Some of the other ones uh, of uh, Michael Scott that we got was Prison Mike, right? That was a Hot Topic exclusive Funko right. Pop, yeah. And that episode, season three, episode nine, mm-hmm. I actually I, I watched it yeah. again. Again, I have not. So, oh. so they find out that. On the payroll, there's somebody in the office who went to prison, and they were getting subsidized for uh, having uh, helping an ex-con with getting a job. Gotcha. And Michael figured that out, and it was like a witch hunt about which office member right. uh, had served time in prison, and mm-hmm. they find out it was this this one character, like literally just in that episode. Mm-hmm. I, I'd never seen the character before and um michael was making the most extra effort to uh one make him feel like not ashamed but he does that by calling him out to everybody (laughs) and saying it's okay he didn't you know he's done his time he's here we're all here to make like literally nobody knew his business exactly but michael made it his business in order to try and make him feel welcome and that was like 
the most uh, oxymoron way of doing things, which is very Michael Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve Carell does it so well. Yeah. But to the point was this guy was like, it wasn't a big deal. I was I, I did some insider trading. Right, okay. And yeah. it was really like, you know, I actually had a TV and we got outside time. Yeah. And everyone to the point in the office is like, your time in prison is better than our time here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny. And then that upset Michael yeah. Scott. So then he made a point of trying to say how bad prison was to the like getting them all into the boardroom, yeah. putting on a purple do rag and doing this character prison, prison Mike, Mike yeah. who was this tough guy and he he did an accent yeah. and oh my god his thing about describing prison life yeah. as this character and he's making it all up right. is uh it is a really funny episode mm. I, I i thoroughly enjoyed nice. re-watching that it'd been years since i'd seen all it. right i'm putting that on the list so season yeah. three episode nine we yeah. should we should bust through these yeah uh the rest of the exclusives was oh we had hey king hey king yeah dwight dwight hey king. yeah that yeah. was a walmart exclusive you right. just watched that episode yep. yeah season seven episode nine yeah yep. and what was yep. your i for me because i just rewatched it again recently yeah. uh was him doing this hay festival in the parking lot right but doing it less for the neighborhood kids who were coming to enjoy it yeah and more for himself for himself yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. and then yeah. he he crowns himself yeah hey he's, he's haking of course he's yeah. got to be haking right and he, yeah. instead yeah. of and there's these group of children standing right next to yeah. him and he crowns himself haking yeah in order just to spite his i think it's his cousin mose yeah yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Kevin gets lost in the hay maze. In hay maze. Yeah. yeah. It's a really funny episode. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's one of my favorite characters. He really yeah. get, doesn't get enough credit because he barely speaks. But when he yeah. does, it's so funny. And I love yeah. the idea of of Kevin's character being basically dumb. Yeah. But yeah. he's also an accountant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. Uh, That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, also, we had a great. Uh, um, Funko Pop exclusive Jim dressed as Dwight, right? Which was from Jim. Like, if we can't not talk about the office and not talk about the fact that Jim constantly pranked Dwight. Oh yeah, yeah. Like endless, like putting his stapler in a Jello mold. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're the ones I. The other ones I remember were I think he hid all of his stuff yeah. in the ceiling. He. Yeah. Uh, there was the one episode that I remember he Dwight thought it was Friday, but it was Thursday. No. Oh. <laughs> and then Jim just played it up like it was Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, was, actually one yeah. of my favorite pranks yeah. was an opening to a show. I can't remember what episode it was. Yeah. Uh but he he created a, a Pavlovian response. Okay. So every time he rebooted his computer, he offered Dwight a mint. Okay. Uh, a Mentos, I right. think. Okay. And so he kept doing it and kept doing it. And he's telling off camera because it's mockumentary style. So right. he's describing to the cameraman what he's doing. Right. And he kept doing it over weeks to the point where once he restarted his computer and it makes this noise, a, yeah. a ding and uh, a rebooting noise. And then Dwight just instantly put his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> and he had actually... Pavlovly in response <laughs> yeah, to train, train, train Dwight. Train yeah. Dwight. Oh, and it's I so dying. funny. Oh, my God. So Jim dressed as Dwight is one of those. It was from season three, episode 20. It was a prank yeah. where Jim shows up to the office dressed exactly 
uh, like Dwight yeah. down to the calculator watch where he calculated how much this prank actually cost, actually cost him. him yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Besides that, um, the exclusives we had, yeah, we talked about the uh, Christmas mm-hmm. uh, Wave 2 of yeah. Funko Pops, and we just talked about the Santa Mike. Yeah. There was the Dwight Elf, which was Season 6, Episode 13. Mm-hmm. Really cool-looking pop. Really, The only thing really with that episode and with the pop is that Dwight gets his, Christmas, his Secret Santa Christmas gift mm. in pieces, and he has to try and figure out how they work together. Yeah. And he thinks it's a gun. Yeah. And the pop is really funny because he's holding the gear wheel in one hand and what looks like the mechanical thing he's putting together that's shaped like a gun, but right. it's clearly not. Right. I think at the end of the day, it worked out to be like a, a nutcracker or something gotcha. like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but last but not least, we can't not talk about this uh, in the wave two of the Christmas office pops that we mm-hmm. received. Nothing has been more popular than Dwight as Bell's Nickel. Selling like crazy. It is so... So I had to rewatch the episode because, again, it had been so long since the show has been off the air. Right. And this one is from Season 9, Episode 9, and they let Dwight pick the Christmas party theme. Right. And because Dwight is Pennsylvanian, like German, that he referred back to an old folklore about the Bell's Nickel, which is... The nickel is is re- in reference in German to uh, Saint Nicholas, mm-hmm. but it's their version, and it's actually a hundred percent true. If you Google Bell's nickel, yeah, there is a folklore, and this picture of what it is illustrated of what the Bell's nickel looked like. Yeah. Dwight dressed exactly, yeah, he nailed it. He yeah. nailed it. Yeah, and all the things, including like this thing of reeds mm-hmm. that he. I remember that in that episode, he walks around and he asks everyone, are you impish or admirable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when he deems Jim as impish, yeah. he beats him with the reeds. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim's like, come on! It was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was so funny. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't, I, yeah the, all these pops are, uh, whether it was the Wave 1, the exclusives, and this Christmas wave, just uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're selling like crazy. Yeah, uh, We do have, uh, with the exception of uh, Dwight from Wave 1, which is yeah impossible to get. And we had so many and they sold so fast. We still have those available. Uh, KDogandFish.com. Mm-hmm. We do have some of the exclusives. Uh, come by and visit our shop. We yep. are open uh, on weekends, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I, I can't even put into words how much fun it is even just talking about the office yeah i'm gonna watch more episodes tonight and the pops are really i think this is one of the things and we can kind of you know all tie it back to this note is Mm. that funko when they when they release something yeah it just sort of gives you that like oh that was really good yeah that was there's that connection yeah 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 to the point where i probably wouldn't have rewatched the office episodes that i've been rewatching. right as much but the pops are like oh i gotta i yeah what was that from oh that's right and i remember it vaguely but i gotta rewatch it because it was it's yeah. so funny and i enjoyed myself so much rewatching these that's just the, that's the fun of funko right yeah that's, that's so amazing that they they bring back the nostalgia yeah of that's a perfect tv word. series movie i picked it up yeah I, you, did you just, i read it in a book in a book in a book last night bought a thesaurus for myself <laughs> That book had a picture of Oliver Hudson um, on it. 
That'd be a number one seller. Oh my man. god! Thanks to Jenna Fisher for us getting on an yeah. Oliver Hudson. That'd be that'd yeah. be a that'd be a top seller right there. But anyways, yeah, no, it, it, this is what Funko does. It's it's what they do. And again, it, and, it, and you can look back on so many different things, right? I mean, yeah. again, like you know, they've touched on so many episodes that you just see it and you're like, I gotta rewatch that. And yeah. same with it's the same with when whether it's a Beverly Hills Cop pop. And they're, yeah. and they're doing the banana and the tailpipe. You kind of want to rewatch. You want to rewatch it because yeah. you're like, oh, the banana and the tailpipe was such a funny scene, you know. Yeah. And that's what they nail. That's what Funko does, and it does it. No one does it better. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. We should also mention that with the list that we said, there has got to be potential for a wave three. Oh, there's got to be. And even Christmas more exclusives. Yeah. Come on, launch another one. Uh, we have not seen a Creed, yeah. a Phyllis, an mm-hmm. Oscar, a standalone Toby. Um, there is Stanley. also we didn't even talk about the Dwight uh, Comic Con release, the Amazon. Oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about that. We haven't got any yet. We, we ordered them. We, we ordered know, them. We don't know where they are, but we did order them. So but. that is another exclusive that will yeah. be coming. Uh, New York City Comic Con did a Dwight. If you remember on the episodes on the shows, Dwight actually had a bobblehead of himself on mm-hmm. his desk. Yeah. So Funko Pop, being who they are, is like, why would we not make? A Dwight yeah. Funko Pop holding his own bobblehead. Right. So now the now the question is, and as people started getting their orders in, is the rumor is that not Dwight himself because the those pops don't bobble, mm-hmm. but his actual bobblehead bobbles might bobble. That's awesome. That'll be cool. I'll be looking yeah. forward to getting those to see that pop literally shut the internet down. Yeah, like, it was really like hard Amazon like just yeah. crashed that and Gauntlet. You know, yeah, Nano Gauntlet, Iron Man, Iron yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, but like that Dwight was like gone in seconds. Yeah, yeah. So we should see even more exclusives. And again, when I'm rewatching these episodes that we mm-hmm. were talking about, like Threat Level Midnight, right? There was um, Dwight played a robot butler to to Michael Scarn, the <laughs> Michael Scott's secret agent. Yeah, and he's in a full like tux with like a a, a metal serving tray and oh, stuff. Oh, that'd be hilarious! Pop. Like that's a like yeah. The, there's yeah. so much potential for not only characters we haven't seen yet right. in the Funko Pops for the Office, but then there's there's more potential for even more exclusives right. with the main characters. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. that'd be, be really so cool. Funny. Yeah. Well, thank you guys yeah. so much for tuning in to our Office Funko Pop podcast. Uh, podcasts are available on uh, Spotify now, mm-hmm. which We're is deep. really cool. cool. So if you're listening to this off our website or our SoundCloud or iTunes, we do have our podcast available on Spotify. You got to subscribe to our YouTube channel. K-Dog and Fish on YouTube. We did a Funko Pop uh, for the Office reveal of a lot of the exclusives and the new Christmas ones we were just talking about. And yeah, man, we just, I love, Mm -hmm. this is just so much fun. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Until uh, next time, uh, I am Fish. (laughs) K-Dog. And we'll see you next time on the K-Dog and Fish podcast. See ya. (laughs) 